Welcome to the Disagreeers Video Game Club. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah. It has been a long time, um, but th- we had our reasons. Um, mainly, we didn't know what the virus was like. I know that we talked about the virus a little bit right when we started the podcast. I think right when we started playing Death Stranding, Yeah, I said something about COVID. You said, hey, let's not talk about COVID because, you know... We didn't know anything about it. Then I thought maybe we could get it if we talked too much on Discord, so we just didn't do a podcast at all. Right, right, yeah. Um, and now I was pretty comfortable with doing Discord after Fauci told me I could talk to you on Discord. About well, yeah, I mean, games. we're both, we are both wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, we are. I never take mine off. Right. Um, which is also dangerous because it, if there's stuff on it, I don't know. It, you yeah, know, we don't we don't want to joke about this because you never know what people you know people assume that you know you maybe we're joking like we don't like masks masks are good you should wear them oh you know what this is brought to you by masks <laughs> yeah the mask company you should wear a mask and I wear yeah. masks all the time we were at a socially distant birthday party today and we mm-hmm. wore masks it was outside and we wore masks wow okay we, next level I mean you're gonna walk up and talk to people so I mean that well, that would help. No. I mean, we didn't. We sat down. <laughs> we made sure we didn't get up because there were kids there. You know, it was cousins. Um, so it was my daughter and her cousins. It was very small. It was like six people. And we just sat down because if we didn't sit down, then Isla would get up and run around. And we were like, we can't, right. you can't go hug your cousins. So anyway, uh, we held our breath, took the mask down, took a bite of the dessert, put the mask back up, breathed again. Wow. So commitment i just didn't go anywhere um but yeah i'd say another big reason why we haven't recorded in a while is because we like to do this for fun anyway and i've just been so tired i moved yeah um been busy been busy uh you know working and trying to stay awake for work and then i have this thing where it's like i think there's only a certain amount of words in my head on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and uh once i've and i worked a little bit today so i'm feeling it right now but um yeah, so those are that's like my what do we call it a litany of excuses? I'd call it a yeah. litany. Yeah. Yeah, and you had some D&D, well, not real oh, like a, right. a, a RPG right. you were you were the game master of. So That's true, yeah. I was hosting a like sort of a video conference D&D among friends and uh, I was organizing the game and it took a few hours every week. So uh that was just another thing. So yeah, thank you for adding to the litany. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, and for me, I got a new PC, and it's been nothing but nothing but trouble. Like uh, the movie that you've never seen, and no one else has seen, so no one would know <laughs> what that reference is. Um, which Correct. I think we should turn this podcast into Disagreeers Club for one episode at least, where we watch that movie and we discuss it. I think it's incredibly bonkers. It might even have some video game elements to it. Okay. But I think that might be a little bit just looking too deep into it. 
I love um, I love that because I, I've got so many great movies that people have recommended me and great TV, and it delights me to spend time watching trash and things that are bad uh, because it's it's like this ultimate expression of actually you know what I'm gonna spend my time the way I want and uh, if it happens to be 90 Day Fiance or if it happens to be just Twitch yeah that's what I'm gonna do well first of all. Let me just read you some names and you tell me that this is a trash movie, okay? Directed by Dan Aykroyd. Screenplay by Dan Aykroyd. Story by, I guess he has a brother named Peter, which I I had no idea. Uh, Peter Aykroyd. Okay. Uh, Starring Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Demi Moore. I mean... I mean, that's the end of the list. There's only one way to do this, Kyle, and you might not be on board, so this might be a deal breaker. What's that? But socially distant movie watch. Watch along. Okay. We could do it. We could do it remotely, but we yeah. need to have two things: mm-hmm. a drinking game. Okay. And I'm not talking about something okay that's that. going to make you sick. I mean, you're a father. You've got to take care of a human. You've got a family to to look after. I've got a cat, so we can't go cat. too crazy. Yeah. And then that's we fine. need we need Crystal Head vodka. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Let's do You're it. For let's that. plan it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it by next weekend, so we can maybe do another podcast next weekend or the weekend after. You know, give us some time. <laughs> but I'm for that. That would be really fun, yeah. especially for and this you want to blow it up right in December. I'm about it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, so we already have the plan for the next podcast. What's this one about? We've this got some one, topics. I mean, we've got... To- this is basically like the scrapple of topics to talk about between friends because we love video games. We like to play video games, mm-hmm. I think, right? I I like do, to put, yeah, I do. I like to put my hands around a controller and, and I like to touch buttons, okay, and, and make mm-hmm. things change. on. The- so we've been playing some video games. Um, we're looking forward to some video games. And, uh, you know, we had some topics. Some new systems came out, and I think you got one of them. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. that was a pain in the butt, trying to get one of those. I felt for those people. Um, I mean, like, you, you go on Walmart. Walmart did this thing. You, we all thought on our Discord, I don't know how you felt, but I know some of us thought, wow, Walmart's got it together. They got it organized. They're letting us know what time. Turns out letting us know what the, what time it would be would make it easy for people with bots to program the bots. And uh, and that's exactly what happened. No one got a Walmart PS5. Um, I don't think anyone got PS5s from brick and mortars. Uh, I think really the only way people got a PS5 was like me through Sony Direct's website because they actually did it right. They made a, um, at first you could kind of hack their system, but then they upgraded it. They took off a few days, upgraded their system where you couldn't hit the escape key to exit the queue and go right in and buy one. Right. Um, but you had to join a virtual queue and just luckily one day I joined the queue because I was refreshing with a, um, Chrome extension refreshing automatically. And I got into the queue before Wario 64 on Twitter announced that the queue was there so i knew i had a good chance to get it and i got it and um that's awesome i you got, I, I, yeah what you got mm-hmm. you got the one with the disc drive right i did because i tried the digital that was what my link was for and i was there first and i got in 
like I exited the queue into the store and the digital was out of stock. And I was like, oh my God, the whole time. And I sat there like with my head in my hands and uh, crying. And I said, you know what? I'll just click on the disc one just to see. But I, I've been sitting here for a good 30 seconds and it's you, probably gone. <laughs> you you had spent time mourning. You were mourning the I, loss of your s- symmetrical video did some game DABDA. system. I went through the whole DABDA. You know DABDA? Yeah, DABDA. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is, I forgot what that it's, is. It what stands is it? for Five it stands for damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's denial, it's just... anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I went through right. every stage of coping with death, the loss of my PS5, and then I clicked on the disc one, and it was right there, and I bought it, and it was fine. The end of the story. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm surprised, but I even heard of people who had ordered the all digital version receiving. The disc drive yeah, version. I saw that. That was that's nuts because that's a hundred dollars more. There's um, so much about the the production of these systems, and I wonder a lot about how how true the scarcity is. I mean, obviously yeah. with you know record demand because of uh, you know people staying in their homes and yeah. video games are dope as ever, and I think a lot of people are seeing that. Um, so the demand's really high. But and, and then they've got supply side problems where potentially, you know, because of lockdown, they weren't yeah. able to produce as much. Sure. Um, and then you have companies uh, like Sony and Nintendo who like to purposely, um, you know, restrict the amount of systems they put out there at once because they want to keep right. they want to keep that demand high, um, which is fine. I don't, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, yeah. And then but, they got to uh, take stock from brick and mortar and be like, how many do we have to fulfill with Target? How many right. do we have to fulfill with Walmart and stuff? And Target, around us, and I didn't take the liberty to check the country, but you can go to like an, a stock app and check stock of their inventory. And around us, none of the Targets carried any digital versions. And I think that comes down to wow. do they want to sell disc games because that's part of That's getting, true. Yeah, they need yeah. to sell that. And GameStop was very forward with saying, we're only going to have two digital versions, but we'll have more than 10 disc-based versions. That's so, wild. yeah. And that makes sense, but also that stinks for people like me who didn't even want a disc one, just wanted digital, and I still couldn't get it. But, it, you know, what am I complaining about? I got one. So. You got one, and, and they're really, <laughs> like, I haven't, I haven't played one yet, but what I've seen of the controller it seems like it addresses some of my, you know, dislikes about the PS4 yeah. controller, which is that it's, like, bigger... And, you know, that's mainly it. (laughs) So I have not huge hands, but I don't have Trump itty bitty hands. Right. Somewhere in between. And the PS4 controller, PS3 controller, any PlayStation controller has always been uncomfortable for my hands after an hour because it's so small, even for my hands. And yeah, I, and you kind of kind of stick your your thumbs together to because the um, the joysticks are kind of you know in the middle. Yeah. And this is the first PlayStation controller that is comfortable for me. I, and hours on hours at a time, I've been playing uh, games and no no hand pain. It's been I'm really great. I'm really intrigued by the um, additional haptic stuff. Yeah. I know I know you said it sort of reminded you of the the smart vibration on the Joy-Con. I forget what they call that, but um, yeah, the I forgot what that was called. Oh no, HD HD, HD Rumble. HD is what Rumble. They call it. Yeah, HD Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is similar, 
the only reason why I guess people would, wouldn't feel the difference is because the Joy-Cons are so small that they rattle as well. So it, it's kind of annoying to me anyway. So I would actually turn off the rumble when I played the Switch. But um, I know it was good for a lot of people and I kind of liked it for a while before I thought it was annoying. Um, here, I really felt like George... George Keeley. That's is that his brother? George Keeley, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But his his brother Jeff Keeley talked about um control the controller and he really loved it, but he I feel like that had to be a sponsored moment by Sony because he was just overly enthusiastic about the controller. I think it's good to like something, but <laughs> He's, it was he's a, a bit professional. Much, man. He's a professional liker of <clears throat> of things, and and I yeah. see a lot of professional ah, pro- professional likers, professional likers on YouTube, on Twitch, and I kind of, I'm kind of, I mean, you know, I agree that it's probably not always sincere, yeah. but it's fun to watch people enjoy things, and especially it if it's like a video game that that I've liked. If I watch someone play it on Twitch and they're having a blast, yeah. you know. It can be it can be fun, but yeah, Jeff is he's an animated uh, pitch man. Also, if I got it for free like he did, I would have. Uh, I think I would have been overly excited about it as well, dude. And like that, the the variable resistance on the triggers. Um, yeah, you know, oh. I've I've, se- I've seen people play Astro's Playroom, and uh, yes. they've they've gushed about that feature. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the the, the trigger resistance is actually really amazing. The speaker won me over in Demon Souls. And I do want to talk about Demon Souls. Well, I guess I can now. Um, so I, I got that. And I, I'm not good at Demon Souls, but I started... Oh, no, I failed to join. Okay, anyway. Um, so I was playing Demon Souls. I'm not good at it. I don't know. Are you good at those games, too? I know we both talked about how those games are not really for us. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, I haven't really committed to one of the Soulsborne games, um, partially because I g- get headaches easily when I play games. So like a lot of like what I end up playing is filtered by that. That's why I'm so obsessed with sixty frames per second. Like yeah. I at when I started playing uh, first person shooters in sixty frames per second, I I was like, oh, this feels smooth. I'm not like when you go to thirty frames, I'm like I I know they're it's like I'm seeing half of what I'm supposed to be seeing and uh, it's kind of jittery and stuff. So um, that's one excuse. Another excuse is they're very hard and I'm not particularly good at 3D action games because I'm very yeah. old um, and I've never been good. Now, I'm playing Control right now and there's just Ooh. enough about the game that I'm just like, I got to keep playing this. I just love yeah. this. Um, oh, I love but, uh, but yeah, like with the Soulsborne games... I love Hollow Knight. I love re- mm-hmm. I love like challenge all the ch- really challenging games. I like out of all of them. I don't think any of them are three D action games. So there is that okay. like uncertain level for me where I'm like I don't know if I I can handle this or if I'll have the patience for this. And yeah. I don't want to spend a bunch of money now. I've bought like I bought Dark Souls Remastered for seven ninety nine. Oh. oh yeah, and I bought Bloodborne for like seven ninety nine. So like right. I have those to try. Uh, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah, I I was really bad at them. I would only play them for a little while, like two hours, three hours. And then um, it just never finished, obviously, and would never get very far. But I also never looked up walkthroughs. This is the first time where I looked at a walkthrough 
and said, oh man, I, I kind of get it now and I get the timing. I'm really going to try this out yeah, uh, and follow that uh, method. And it worked. And I got to the first boss, which I never thought I would ha- that would ever happen. I got there without a problem, and but I didn't watch that far in the walkthrough. So I didn't know how to approach the boss. I did my own thing. I knew fire. I knew it would be weak to fire because I figured that out before. You kind of get an introduction of what the wa- boss would be throughout the level. And then it just became more of that together. And I was like, oh, shoot, I used all my fire bombs. But I also didn't know that you could use resin to make your weapon a fire weapon. Like you could ignite your weapon. And now that I know that, I'm going to go into it probably tonight and beat that boss. And I'm excited about it because I know I can do it now just because I watched a walkthrough. Yeah. I don't know if that's in there. There's a, I love this, but uh, before you couldn't pause Demon Souls or any Souls game. Like, you could go into the menu, and it wouldn't pause the game. You right. would still be playing, so you could get attacked, and you'd have to you know, leave the menu and try to save yourself. Here, they added a photo mode, and you have to have the game pause in a photo mode. So you can set photo mode to half the trackpad as a button. Yeah. So, like, the trackpad could be two buttons. If you set photo mode to the left, then you could toggle photo mode any time. I'm glad to hear and we're I, still mashing the trackpad by the way i'm glad oh, that that's still it's a great thing. and uh i i do that now to look around corners because now you could use the photo mode to see in front of you and to look this around is, corners to see this what's is there. not the disagreeers club this is the scrub lord <laughs> hour yeah, this man. is the cheese lord hour because we are now using <laughs> photo mode to make yeah. the game easier and i respect yeah. it i i'm glad that you <laughs> i'm glad that you uh you know looked at it walkthroughs because there's still a lot of challenge in the doing. Oh, yeah. there's there's so much challenge in the doing of that game. So like research, I, I don't even look at it as like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I I you know research is a part of your gaming experience as far as you want it to be because ultimately you want to research enough to where you're having the most fun. If 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 I I avoid walkthroughs generally for that reason because I want to preserve discovery for me because I I would like that discovery part. Yeah. Uh, but if I came to a point where I was stone stumped, which can happen when you have, uh, you know, a thick skull, um, or, yeah. or a regular skull, um, yeah. then, then I'm going to get unstuck because that's more fun. So like, right. you know, uh, I, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to say you've cheated the game and yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm doing research. Yes. Just like Na- NASA does research. Before they land someone on the moon, they're not going to blindly. And how fun! How how fun was I don't it know when if that goes? <laughs> I I think so. I think it applies directly. But how <laughs> how fun was it when Breath of the Wild came out and we were doing what we're going to be doing with Cyberpunk, which is like we're exploring uh-huh. this big world. I'm not I'm not looking at guides and spoilers for this game in no. particular. I I want to get in there and discover stuff because I could imagine. You know, I'm not looking this at. Oh shoot! Now we're talking about Cyberpunk. I. That's go okay. Ba- no, go back to Demon Souls. Let's 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 carrot. Oh, okay. Let's make Cyberpunk a carrot. Um, Cyberpunk is the last thing in the pot. Yeah. So you just teased it. I teased. That's the it. last thing in the podcast. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Demon Souls. I mean, to tie to tie a little bow on it, um, I'm just I'm excited about it. Whereas the other games, I quickly just got so frustrated that I stopped. Um, but oh yeah, the uh, the speaker. So what won me over 
about the controller was the speaker use in Demon Souls because when I rolled, you wouldn't hear the coins or whatever something jingles in your bag yeah uh, that you're carrying like in your inventory and that jingle um jingle jangle great movie by the way on netflix um came through the speaker when you roll and when you break boards and stuff that those sound effects they come through the speaker and not through your headset and uh I i just thought that was so amazing and i felt like i was in it you know it was very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, I I, I just felt like I was inside you were the game more. You were immersed. Immersed. There you go. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Yeah. Other yeah, games can you right imagine? now, like, yeah, it's uh, not I, doing it so far, but. Right. I, well, that's one of those features, right? That's one of those, that's yeah. like HD Rumble where most most game companies don't do anything with it. But then, right. you know, Nintendo had their 1-2 Switch, which like used it really well. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah. if it was a great game other than that, but. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so with this controller, like, I can't wait till Kojima gets a hold of that. And what I, I'm like, oh, what God, if we, what if we got imagine? a Death Stranding remaster where when you grab your shoulder straps, it like makes, it, <laughs> first of all, the haptic feedback is like, yeah. you know, is progressive. And then, and then, like, depending makes, on how heavy your backpack is, is how hard you have to, and it go makes the little the triggers, you know, it makes like the little sound when you grab them, oh. but out of your controller. So, Oh, and the the ghosts or whatever—I forgot what you call them—but the B- ghosts BTs. can make sounds through the. Yeah, they can make sounds through the controller. Obviously, BB would be making sounds through. the And controller. yes, this is the Scrub Lord Hour where we love Death Stranding, a game about walking. Oh my god, that game! I mean, we have a what was it—a six, seven part. It's it just—I just, don't know. It's just there's yeah. a lot to talk about, even though you know you don't end up talking about much. But it, it was like. I don't know. It was my first Kojima game, so it was yeah. kind of like mind blowing for me. It was just like, what is this weirdness? Look, next weekend we got Game Awards, and Kojima's going to be there. Kojima's going to be there. And Are you going to be watching gonna... the Game Awards when Cyberpunk is out? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to watch it. They're not going to do any uh, spoilers at the Game Awards. It's it's like a primetime thing, so yeah. I'm I'm definitely going oh, to be playing it's Cyber. The same day. It's the same day. I'm definitely uh, going to be playing Cyber. I'm not going to watch the Game Awards live, but I'll save it. That'll be like you know when I'm yeah. getting ready, when I'm doing stuff. I can't imagine that on that day that I'll be like, oh, actually, I'll stop playing. I'll stop playing for now and <laughs> check out these commercials. I don't appreciate that because that's me. I'm going to be, that's me. I'm going to stop hype playing is, it. I'm going to watch. You know what? I, hype is, I, obviously we're recording ourselves talking about video game hype because it's so fun. It's so fun to to look at trailers and speculate. Yeah, I only watch Game Awards for the trailers. And Kojima is going to be there. So I'm going to say this and I'm going to be right. Oh, Stephen A. Smith is going to be there. Sorry. <laughs> Who's Stephen A. Smith? From ESPN. From uh, He's a sports commentator. You know him or you don't. Who? Look, he's a he's a colorful fella. He's 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 got great things to say. I is hope he the ins- guy that they always make the memes audience. of? Because he's got great reactions. He is in many memes. He's very memeable. Okay, yeah. I've seen him. Uh, I've seen him. I've seen <laughs> him in those memes. Before, yeah. Um, yeah. So I re- I'm going to go back to this. I think Kojima is going to say yeah. that he's got Death Stranding and it's out that day, or. Maybe next week or something. I really think he's going to say Death Stranding for PS5. He's not going to announce the next game yet. I, I don't thought think... maybe he would, but it's too soon. 
Do you think we'll see that on Xbox ever? That might be the thing. It's like, here's Death Strand, because it's already on PC. Right. It's in Xbox Series X and Series S. This is wishful thinking. The worst name systems. Yeah, they're terrible names. (laughs) But but making those go over, um, porting those, is easy because it's the same... It's the same infrastructure, same architecture as Windows. So he he could do it. It's already running on Steam. Well, let me ask you this, so, Kyle. Is our next topic on the on the on the docket next gen, or what are we talking about next? Oh, I thought we were already talking next gen, baby. It seems we were like talking it. about I mean, that controller. So I'm I'm in a position more where okay. So I've got a PS4 and an Xbox. Thank you very much. And yeah. um, I've got my Switch and I've got my PC. And Cyberpunk's coming, and I don't yes. have a platform where I can play it at 60 frames. And I told you my headache reasons for wanting 60 frames. Yep. So I thought that I would either cave and uh, you know do the like Xbox um, program where you buy a console for a monthly payment. Then oh, right. Yeah. I thought I would do that to play Cyberpunk eventually. I didn't mm-hmm. know when, whenever I could afford it. Um. And I, and I thought I would just be like out, you know, out out to dry on Cyberpunk. But yeah, I started. I, I, Google Stadia had a free trial for if you were a YouTube Premium member. They'd right. send you the the Chromecast Ultra. They'd send you the controller, and you could try it out. And I was like, I like free things. I want the Chromecast so that I can have a, a nice Chromecast for free. That yeah. sounds great. And I'd get a controller, and I don't know if it'll be any good, but I'll have one. So I got them. I was impressed with the controller. The Chromecast yeah. was the, it's it's nice. the best Chromecast that you can plug into, uh, you know, directly to the internet. Right. And um, I tried out the service, and I was pleasantly surprised because the latency was not as bad as I thought it would be for, for input latency. Right. It's not ideal. I still think with a game like, I don't know, Doom, I would rather play locally if possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I was really thinking about Cyberpunk when I, w- when I got into that first-person view mode. I was really thinking yeah. about, would this be an acceptable amount of latency for a an RPG? Which it Look. seems to me like that's what Cyberpunk is. is it's like yeah. a slow-paced RPG. Well, and... I even saw that the shooting aspect, which we've seen in a lot of trailers, a lot of the reviewers or people who have had access to the game for at least 15 to 16 hours so far said uh, shooting is a minimal part of the game. So yeah. even if you get into those segments, it's really, if, if it's frustrating, it's really not going to be that much time devoted to it. So. I don't, and I don't think it will be. That's the other thing too. Yeah. So I'll be playing 1080p, 60 frames per second on Stadia, if my other option would be to purchase the game, and th- that was probably what was going to happen, is that I would cave and get it on Xbox, and just right. play it on Xbox One base console and deal with the deal with the thirty frames. But when you are when you're playing in thirty frames, that increases the latency because every frame is an average of a half half step behind. So yeah, um, so the experiences I I just tried Stadia. I was impressed. Um, played a little destiny too so i'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to playing cyberpunk on stadia uh it looks even better when you use the chromecast ultra right and plug it in directly with ethernet so like i got yeah. that same free uh bundle that you did 
I immediately hooked it up and tried Destiny 2 because I knew Beyond Light was coming out. And Destiny, in the past, was one of my favorite games. I spent so many hours on Destiny 1. And I really wanted to get back into Destiny 2. And I really liked the feel of it on Stadia. And I was like, if I like it here, and it looks this amazing and plays this amazing, I'm going to love it on PC and and PS5 or whatever. So I, I ended up playing more of that. I want to get your thoughts, because you're a new a newcomer to Destiny. And your first experience with it was with Google Stadia. But also, like, I want to know what you felt what it felt like to play it on there and also what you think of the game itself, because with this new release, they had a new tutorial for newcomers for onboarding reasons. Like they knew that the game has become hard for newcomers to get associated with all the mechanics and the systems and the mission uh, layouts and all that. And for me, as someone who's coming back to it, I felt like a newcomer and it was hard for me to get back into it. And I had to push through some things to enjoy it again. Um, so how did you feel about yeah, Destiny? Yeah, the, tu- the tutorial section is is kind of slow paced, but um, it did mm-hmm. give you opportunities to experience how the, the combat works, uh, you know, by yourself and with a team. It gave you opportunities to do some platforming, which is a part of Destiny, uh, with the double jumps and the and the rockets right. and, the, and the whatnot. Um and so, yeah, I mean, I what I first was impressed with was the combat because I don't normally, I'm not a big shooter guy. Uh, I like shooters, but I'm not, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite kind of game. Um, but, you know, it reminded me a little bit of that old uh, Halo. And yeah, um, they have as a default setting, if you're using a controller, a little bit of auto, a, a little aim assist, um, mm-hmm. which I thought uh, was well, you know, implemented if you're if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, um, so, I feel yeah. so. This is the weird thing with that was on Stadia. I didn't. I noticed it, but I didn't notice it as much. And I played on. I'm playing primarily Destiny on my PS5, so I'm playing a PS4 game on a PS5 because they don't have an update for it yet. Comes right. out next week. So anyway, uh, the uh, auto aim on PS5 seems like. It's wild compared to Stadia. You'd think it would be the same, but I felt like it was minimal on Stadia. It felt right. And on PS5, it's like overdoing it. And there's no, I don't see a setting for it. So I can't like lower the the intensity or the sensitivity. It stinks for me, but on Stadia, it felt okay. Well, there you go. I mean, I think you can yeah. turn it all the way off. Is that the can't, other option? I didn't see the setting in there. Yeah, yeah I think you can. Um, okay, I got to look deeper then. But yeah, we didn't. I mean, we didn't mention Stadia uh, as far as like topics. But I did. I did like that. That's something that I'm gaming on now. Kind of like yeah. I'm gonna play Cyberpunk on it. And uh, you know, if I get, it'll be a good experience because I I know now after trying it that it's an acceptable experience. And because right. I because of the the smooth animation being more important for me as far as like avoiding headaches. Um, it's the best option for me. Yeah. And not only that, but they, they like include a, another free Chromecast Ultra and controller if you buy, if you pre-order Cyberpunk on Stadia. So I'm going right. to get, I'm going to get another Chromecast Ultra. I gave one to my friend as a, as a Christmas present. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but I'll report back because, you know, 
I don't know for sure that it's going to be the best experience, but yeah. I, yeah. For me, I didn't know what system I was going to get it on either. Like, I assumed I was going to get it on my PC because I got a new PC with the 3080 card and I was looking, I was really looking forward to cyberpunk being the big game I play on that. But because I've had some issues with, I'm assuming is my power supply. Like it just, it reboots randomly when the computer is idle. When I'm playing games and stuff, it's fine. If it's active, it's fine. But once the computer goes idle for like an hour or more, it'll do a reboot. Um, and the power supply will start clicking and stuff. And it's real frustrating. And I'm kind of scared to even turn on the PC, even though I'm using it right now. I just don't want to have any more issues and try to tinker with it, you know? So, like, I've gone from totally getting it on PC to probably just going to get it on the PS5 so I don't have to deal with the PC issues. But we'll right. see. Yeah, I was, I I was thinking about this in terms of, like, advantages for consoles. If yeah. there's a problem, like... You know, there were some t- screen tearing issues with uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, yes. uh, especially on Xbox Series X. Yeah. If that's happening, or if there are other problems happening that are more severe, like boot issues or, or uh, crashing, um, you know, if it's on a console, you're going to have more of a uniform experience from users, and yeah. the, the publisher is going to need to respond quickly on PC, there are so many other factors that they could point to and, and say, yeah. you know, this is an issue with this graphics card, this this uh, CPU, whatever the case, this RAM. Right. And yeah. um, I like the security of consoles in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it'll probably look the best on PC and run the best on PC. Yeah. Um, now that leads me to a question about next gen. Have you had any sort of uh, odd? I, I know some people have had some problems with their PlayStation system resetting or, or crashes or odd stuff going on. Yeah, no, I haven't personally had that. I've seen those two where, like Jeff Gerstman from uh, Giant Bomb said, his issue was when he played Spider Man uh, Miles Morales and then left it on as a rest mode while the game was resting so like he would put the system in rest while playing that game so it would be like the game would still be in the background um and if it was just that game his system would uh reboot or go to a i forgot the message but it would essentially like rebuild the archives or whatever it's called um and then other people had that same issue and then it bricked their ps5 so i started just by habit force closing all my games and shutting down the PS5 every time. I don't want to take any uh, chances right now until I know that it's been fixed. And I haven't seen anything saying it's been fixed, but I don't think it's been widespread. The people who do have it, not everyone's complaining about the same issue. So it's not as widespread, I guess. So I just don't want to take the chance, you know. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you should be yeah. able to sleep your game, but uh, it is yeah. early. It is early in the console life cycle, and yeah. we we've also seen like a number of per- weird performance stuff, weird performance issues with certain games on modern consoles. Um, right. A couple head to heads that look bad for Xbox, uh, but I don't know. I was expecting this kind of stuff, uh, given given the the worldwide conditions. I was expecting right. some weirdness, some delays. Um, you know, I'd imagine we're going to get a ton of next-gen versions of current or, you know, last-gen games uh, in the coming right. years. And and so 
you know, as someone who would prefer to wait uh, and watch, that those are some of the reasons why. But it is really cool to, or it would be really cool to have like a system where you are seeing better performance out of like the current gen games. I think that's really neat. Yeah, and both yeah. both are doing that like really well. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, even Xbox, like you said, those games, it was Assassin's Creed had the screen tearing. They even updated it, uh, and now it's gone. So they did something with their rendering or whatever. They were able to fix it, and that's fine. Um, and I've heard I've some, heard people yeah. say like Ubisoft has has a history of uh, yes of issues like that. So they do, yeah. Performance, especially even on PC, it's not just consoles, not just Xbox. They are really bad at optimizing their games. Um, to the point where like division one, I wanted to stream division one when I was playing that on PC, I could not stream with OBS, like the, the broadcasting software and play that game at the same time because the frames would dip for the stream and for my game. Wow. Um, but I can, I can do it just fine with division two. It was a hungry game. Yes, it was was resource heavy. It was awful. Yeah. Um, well, that's and what even I know, back then. Yeah, it reminded me back to Stadia for a second when we sure. played when we played PUBG, and how yeah. my computer would freak out like it was like it would get so loud uh, because that game at the time it didn't look like much, but it yeah. it just demanded so many system resources. And then I tried PUBG on Stadia, and I was just oh, like, did? "Oh, this is great!" <laughs> my my computer thinks there's just another YouTube video playing. That's how much you yeah. know system resources this is using and it ran great looked good oh that's funny yeah yeah how'd you do did you get to the final oh no i didn't actually play i just i just ran around i didn't want to play i never had fun uh soloing in that it was always fun to play with people over discord but yeah so yeah that was hard i never did well in solo with that i know the one time i've won it was playing with you right i remember you died and i was like hey man like I was used to playing those games in doubles or in teams of four and in doubles, especially if my partner would die, we would just, I would just quit and we'd start a new game. But with you that one time I was like, Hey, do you mind if I just keep playing see if I can, I don't know, Hell yeah. just see how far. Oh, I, and I freaking won it. It was crazy. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. The you only need, time you I've need ever the, won You that. need the support of your homies, of your boys uh, to, yeah. to be, to perform well uh, in the bedroom and in PUBG. Um, that's why every time <laughs> in the bedroom I have you join Discord yeah. to, 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 to listen, yeah. to listen, to listen in. Yeah. And, and then provide right. uh, feedback based on audio cues. Um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, like, Stadia is awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's great. It's my favorite thing. Um, I, I think it ran like I was really. telling I, you. I was, well, yeah, I was surprised by how good it is. I, I couldn't believe it, but right. you know, we, you really have to take into consideration your ISP. Like we can't just tell people, Hey, this is great. Go buy one. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have Do, a, a, a solid connection. I noticed like I, I stress tested a little bit and I was like, what if I like have a, like a YouTube video playing at the same time and I was doing some oh. stuff and, and it, and it did, uh, you know, reduce the, you had a little bit more, uh, uh video. Wow, I don't know words now, but Oh, that happens to me all the time. Compression, you had some jaggy yeah, compression, compression issues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing when you're playing on Stadia, there you'll see compression like mm-hmm. like a YouTube video. 
but when you like, and especially when you're playing in a tab, you're get, you're gonna get great performance, and it and normally you're just not noticing, um, but you know, it's there. You can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm kind of like low key with with Chrome or with uh, Cyberpunk, like a little bit of video compression is going to make me feel like I'm I'm projecting myself into like a in like a cyberpunk world somehow. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> it like goes with the aesthetic, so yeah. it makes sense for that game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm oh man, I'm excited. So, we had another topic and you wanted to talk glitches. Glitches because uh yeah, I mean this is a new console generation and 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 I've I've seen some cool glitches in Spider-Man, I've seen some cool glitches in oh, Demon okay. Souls, and like there's a glitch in Spider-Man where you become like the, the collision. <laughs> the collision is weird, and if you hit something the right way, you become the the, the thing, the asset, right? Yeah. Like that's how I didn't know. How, I saw the I saw the images where you could become a or Spider-Man was all of a sudden a trash can or yes. a light fixture or something. So what happened was they were hitting the object while swinging in a certain way and it became I, I the asset. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. I love that. Have you had any have you had any glitches in your gaming experience that were really funny that stood out to you? I've had a lot that I've forgotten, Ooh. obviously, but man, um so I in college, this is, I had a lot of time on my hands in college and I would spend my time trying to break the game uh, because that so when I was in college, it was before internet was like huge. Internet, small then. Small internet, internet small. small net. <laughs> small net. And uh, websites were weird, you know? And it wasn't that that long ago. It was 2003, you know, when I was playing Halo. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. That was a long time ago. That was 17 years ago. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, it wasn't. Sorry, man. Hey, sorry. It, you're... Was it really? <laughs> was it really 17 years ago? 2003. Oh I can't God, say dude. the things about being old because you're you're you are technically a few uh, years older than me, and that's that's rude and that's not nice. But. That's crazy. I don't feel like so. 23 was the age that I hit, and then my mind keeps thinking I am 23, and that yes. is the year it is. <laughs> you're forever 23. <laughs> so I'm, I'm forever um, 73. Yeah, that's just where I started, and it's where I'll always be. That sucks. 17 years ago. I was playing Halo and in college and we would um, try to break the game. And there were uh, some websites back then. I don't even remember what the game websites were, but you know, they, they look completely different. I don't even know if they exist anymore. One up.com. Maybe I think it was one up. EGM had a website. Maybe, um, maybe it was EGM. I don't remember, man. But anyway, they, they would tell you tips on how to get out of levels in Halo and that's what I did. It wasn't really glitch. I guess it was a glitched. You were glitching it to get out. Yes. And on this particular map, it's the most famous Halo map in Halo 1. Uh, I forgot the name of it. And I was going to try to keep, you know, just talking until it came to me. But Fake I fan. Cannot, Fake fan. Can't, can't remember If it. you can't remember every detail, you're not a real fan. That's why I'm not a you're real right. Star Trek fan. I've been watching Star Trek my whole life, but I, I can't remember all the little little details so i I can't really you're not a trek i can't cut it up with the trekkies (laughs) yeah so anyway if you got into one a particular vehicle because i can't remember the name of the vehicle it's a warthog and uh, oh oh, you know it wasn't a warthog no it was actually the uh, the alien like not the one you could fly around but the one that hovers and it was purple yes uh and it only fit well 
the one flying around fit one person, one person too. But this one, anyway, it was, it was a hover one. And if you flew sideways into part of the map, it would catapult your, your chief into the air so high you would leave the level and you can land on the top of the mountain range. And, uh, it was amazing. And you could still snipe people from up there, but they could not shoot you. <laughs> it's so, so, it's so rotten. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So that's the stuff that I did. I, I didn't have time to try to find Mario glitches or anything like that. I, I, I don't even think any glitches really happened to me when I played. And I played a lot of games growing up. I had so much um, fun. I, I don't know. Did you ever play much of Oblivion, Fallout, Skyrim? I did. Yeah, but I never had glitches happen to me. So, like, some systems are better for, for creating... Gl- if you are looking for glitches, if you're looking for funky, weird, crazy yeah, stuff to happen, um, yeah. PlayStation 3 Skyrim is kind of the gold, the golden example oh, of that. Really? PS3 was, you know, sort of harder to develop for than um, than the Xbox yes. 360. Uh, I remember that. And and that game in particular, well, that game, you know, on, on any console or any platform, even PC, is going to have issues. Um, Bethesda does not have the best track record of fixing their games. They sort of let the community fix their games, which yeah. connects to our yeah. mod topic. But, um, uh, but yeah, like the Switch version uh, creates a lot of... I, but I've, I had a lot of fun glitches in Oblivion and in Skyrim. I remember in Skyrim on PC, I saw a uh, a troll this will happen a lot when the trolls hit something because it creates yeah. a lot of like physics knockback that it can just be weird where whatever they hit hits geometry that sends them flying and uh <laughs> it it hit like a woolly mammoth and the the mammoth just like went flying straight up into the sky and i was nice. i i just saw this <laughs> i was like looking out over a like a, like a field and saw this happen and I just was like, I looked up and it disappeared into the sky. And I was laughing and I was like, just like, I, I just was standing there kind of awestruck. And then the woolly mammoth came flying out <laughs> of the sky and just crashed into the ground and crashed into the the troll. Oh, did it kill it? Uh, it knocked it over, but it didn't kill oh, it. Oh, okay. But I went, oh, I, went awesome. I went and killed the troll. But... But yeah, I just uh, I love that stuff. And then recently, I was playing um, I was playing Outer Worlds, and I was playing it oh. on Xbox. So you know, Xbox One being other than the Switch, the um, the least powerful console that you can play Outer Worlds on. So I'm thinking sure. that might have something to do with it. Uh, but I was running around a lot and not not caring. Like I like to. I know with a game like that, the console would prefer you to maybe uh, walk and, and not not move so quickly as it tries to load things. And I was sure just sort of like purposely trying to push that. And I was like adding stats to make myself uh, run and sprint faster. Oh, nice! And yeah. uh, and it worked. And I, I I ran to I don't know how much Outer Worlds you played, if any, but I ran to sort of like this little uh, village where these people had broken away from from the main spacer's choice colony and when i got there the the person was there to greet me and she was like halfway into the ground and um mm-hmm. and sort of walking <laughs> around and then i got i went further into the town and there was a guy uh who was seated and i did a dialogue with him and like he kept like trying to stand up but his model couldn't stand up and just kept 
sitting back down. And so it was like this really awkward conversation with him. And then I thought, well, I want to activate this character somehow and, and see what happens. So other than talking to characters, you can like punch them or steal their shit and they'll get upset. So I took, oh. I took some stuff off the table and he went aggro, but the character model again was stuck in position and it's yeah. sort of like still in sitting position started spinning in the air in front of me <laughs> and shouting things at me, which was awesome. And then other people in the town all started to try to attack me, but they were all stuck where they were. They were like, oh, nice. Stuck in the ground or stuck in some other building geography. And my, wow. uh, my assistant, because like you're, you have like party members in that game. And my party member thought we were in combat because I guess technically we were, even though no one had hurt us. I had not hurt anybody because they were incapable of shooting us. Right. And uh, she m- straight up murdered one of these people <laughs> and just like, sm- like, did her special hammer move to this person who was halfway in the ground and killed her. And Ooh. then I ran away and came back and it's like nothing happened. Like my reputation decreased a little bit, but there were oh, really? no other That's funny. consequences. And I reported another glitch with that game, which was you have to like save this lady's son from like you know associating with this rival faction and so you get him and you bring him back but the game still thinks he's a rival faction so oh no and i found this out by testing the game you know you do a quick save and then you do something yeah. so i quick saved and then shot him in the head and exploded his head and <laughs> and he had come back to town sitting next to his mom on the porch all the guards were around and no one did anything it's like i didn't do anything because wow. the game still recognized him as a rival faction and there was yeah. no reason for them to get mad at me because of that so um i just love shit like that it's funny yeah i think i after you were talking about some of those i do remember the biggest glitch i've had which gave me all my my Reddit cred on uh, because I posted the video when it happened. It was No Man's Sky. And um, I came out of a portal because to travel in that game, you have to go through essentially like what Star Wars does and Star Trek and all sci-fi. You go through a, a uh, what do you call those? It's not a portal, but it, it's like, what do you call light speed, light travel? Warp speed. So you go through Operation Warp, warp speed. speed. Yeah, yeah. Operation Warp Speed. Um, you go through that, and then you come out. And as soon as I came out, there was an asteroid right there, and I hit it, and I was, f- and you couldn't get away from it. I mean, it was like right there, and my <laughs> ship just flipped. It just flipped nonstop, and I could not get control of it. And I think I just ended up getting shot at Is and it- exploded by uh, some enemy fighter. Uh, spaceships and I posted it and I was like this is ex- I, th- I forgot the title it's been years but I was like this was a perfect uh, perfect route to the next planet or something and it I just love, was crazy I love that though because you can I also like to if I can if it's possible to somehow incorporate the glitch into the canon of the game yeah you know because like anytime i play a game i'm like hyper role playing and i'm like in it and and i'm i'm involved in a story so yeah uh I decided to like keep that. Like, I didn't reload my save in Outer Worlds. I was like, right. that's just that happened, and I'm gonna I'm gonna somehow figure out how that was real. So with that example, I think you know coming out of warp speed 
you might hit a, an asteroid. It might sure. It might. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it might send you yeah. flying. So, um, especially in No Man's Sky, I mean, you're supposed to have like assets all over the place, and it's just supposed to be randomly generated. So, just happen to come out at the wrong trajectory, and there you go. I want to take know? credit. I mean, it made sense. I want to take credit for something, and I have no proof of this. So you're just gonna have to believe me. I have two eyewitnesses. Actually, I have two eyewitnesses. Oh. Um, okay. But the reason I have no proof is because the the correspondence that I'm talking about was attached to a social media account that no longer exists. So oh. when when I was playing Stardew Valley, I I like to um, I like to put kegs in into sheds, and okay, uh, you I would put kegs into sheds, but you'd have to go into the shed to check the status of the kegs to see if they had you know were finished producing whatever. Can you wine. tell me? Is this an OCD thing? Like you just loved? Do you like kegs and sheds in life? Is there a kegs and sheds site that you go to, or a Reddit subreddit? I don't r r slash kegs and sheds. I go to r slash kegels and sheds. Um, okay, but I no, I go. I I put the kegs in the sheds because it's an efficient place to put them. And okay. I would have to go, but you, the the downside is you'd have to go inside to check the status of of the stuff in the in the kegs. Okay. Uh, so I decided I would start putting an indicator barrel or or keg uh, outside of the shed, um, and then I would load up all the kegs inside, and then I would put one. I would put you know whatever it is, grapes, let's say, into the keg to make wine. Okay. Uh, I'd mm-hmm. put a similar item into the keg outside the shed, and then that way I would know once it's done. I could be outside right. working in the garden, working on the farm. And I could see, and then I could go inside. So that was my system. But I noticed that sometimes these would be off sync. And it was anytime there was like a town-wide like holiday event or something, what would happen was uh, I'd come back to my to my little house, the indicator keg would be all done, and then I'd go into the shed and all the kegs would still be working, which is not how it should work because I put huh. the stuff in there first. So I figured yeah. that the game... like. Time was still happening for anything that's on your farm, but not anything that's inside sheds during those events. Interesting. And I discovered this, and I I, I uh, went to Concerned Ape on Twitter. I don't remember if it was Concerned Ape or the Stardew game, but th- they had like tech support Twitter account, and I messaged it to them, and they said that they had never heard this before, and, <laughs> of course, and that they yeah. would fix it. And then that's amazing. But I tell you, Kyle, years later, I missed my chance. I missed my Reddit opportunity because years later, people were using this strategy and sharing it on Reddit and getting lots of upvotes. And I made that possible for them. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, you could have had so many updutes. It was me. Okay. It was me. Uh, and I have eyewitnesses, uh, but that's it. Um, so that's my glitch man. story because that's a glitch. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. We yeah, I haven't noticed any yet, so I'll let you know. We'll do a glitches update with the PS5 and Cyberpunk and all that stuff. We'll call it "What's Up um, Glitch," and I'll. I'll <laughs> we have, I think, I want to spend the rest of the time about on Cyberpunk because the other well, the other topic is esports, and it's so complicated. It'd be like its own I, discussion. Okay, all right. If you think so. If you think so, I do. I, I think it's, we're it's, heading to eight o'clock already. So yeah, it's a, let's, it's let's it's too it's too much to consider. And I honestly like have done everything I can to take all sides into consideration. Okay, and 
I don't have I have my own preference. Anyway, yeah. let's let's Oh, I have a preference. Yeah. We're done with this. Well, hold on. Up. Let's 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 uh let's say what it was. Say our um our sides on it yeah. and we'll tease it for the next one where we actually do a let's do a mock trial. Do a mock trial? Well, if it's a trial, sure. it's a, if it's a trial then Nintendo wins. Argumentation. Argumentation. Okay, okay. So Argument. So uh, Nintendo operate uh they use their IP um, rights, which is it is within their rights. Like, it, if you make a video game, you could you could prevent people from hey, streaming. Don't lead it. the wit- don't don't lead the witnesses yet. We're, we're I'm leading the, the witness. Topic. This is how we're I do it. Give our... This is my strat. This is how I do it. You're cheating. Um, no. Uh, so sit, so uh, so they're with. No, I'm 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 really favoring uh, Nintendo. I'm trying to explain why they. Oh jeez. So, so they they okay. they use their IP, their intellectual property rights to. Um, which they can do, like you can you can stop any sort of stream of your game if you want to. Um, right. They use that to prevent an online tournament for Melee, um, yeah. and the reason being that uh, the game had to be modded to be played online, and so because of that, uh, they did a cease and desist to stop the tournament. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, my, well... I mean, I guess it isn't much of a disagreement because I would side with Nintendo on that. And there are reasons why I sided with Nintendo. Uh, but I was going to just say I side with Nintendo. You tell me what your side was. It sounds like yeah. you did Nintendo as well. No, so. no, not at all. I think it's a bad idea. Oh. I, I think it's a bad idea because, well, esports in general, um, I think it's widely recognized can can help you uh, as a game yeah. maker. Um, that's why you see like companies like Capcom and... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of another example off the top of my head. Microsoft investing in esports, um, sure, and promoting tournaments because you're you're getting players uh, excited for your product, and yeah. you also end up getting a lot of like the the athletes who are most successful end up having followings on social media and Twitch and YouTube because typically you have to do that to supplement your your esports salary or esports winnings. Yeah. Um, and so you get All a lot sense. of, you get a lot of promotion out of it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, there is positive to, to having, to having that. Uh, and then the other side of it is like, a uh, a mod, a discussion of mods, like, uh, cause that well, was their you're point dealing, of contention. And it's not, if you look deeper, it's really not Nintendo's fault. They're abiding by the law. And the law about copyrights and trademarks, you're dealing with that part. So if you allow modded, and we're just going to end up talking about the whole thing here, I guess. But if you allow modded um, uh, software, because the whole deal was coming down to the software that they had to use to do the uh, tournament online. And um, I forgot the name of it. Do you know the name of the software? Yeah, so um, they they use a, a software called Slippy. And, uh, Slippy. The, That's what it the was. The mod allows you to play melee online with rollback netcode, which is uh, right. the best form of uh, of netcode you can use, especially in a fighting game. But it was software that mods the game to be able to play it in a certain state. To play now, it, to play it online, basically. Yeah. Yeah. To play it online. The the problem is trademark and copyright law, which Nintendo should come out and just be like, "Hey, this is the reason why." we are not allowing this and people would understand and they'd be like, Oh, it's not really Nintendo's fault. It's really them just being like, Hey, this is the only way we can protect our IP without anyone 
having the right to steal it from us legally. So like if they didn't um, put the ban hammer on the tournament, then someone could be like, you know what? I own Smash now. I own this. I own this trademark. I I can take you to court because you didn't protect it, and now it's the public domain. Yeah, I don't. This is why that that doesn't oh, seem true to me though, because like I, the, the one the thing I wanted to bring up was with in the PC game community, modding has has a um, a long uh, tradition of being allowed and being encouraged, and it's it's helped out. Yeah. It, it's helped out gaming a lot. Um, you know, it's it's turned a lot of people into game designers as well. Um, right, but uh, some of those games, like if you do Skyrim and stuff, I remember people had to, uh, like, there were official mods that they made you or, you know, tried to make you uh, abide by. And by doing that, you were doing an agreement and you were doing another sort you know scroll through all that text hit agree and then you could like post your mods and stuff but yeah now, there I were would, mods that you didn't have to do that with but they just i i've never I, i've I never know, heard that like allowing people to mod your game somehow makes it so that people can say they own your ips because these mods aren't being sold they're not being marketed um they're being used to play the game online you know in this case that's yeah. the that's the mod so I'm coming at it, I should look into the law a little bit more. I'm coming at it from having designed art for corporations. And every time it had anything to do with their logo, you had to put the trademark, had to put the copyright on there. Because if you didn't put those marks on it, someone can say, look, you forfeited your right to your trademark. You forfeited the right to your logo now because you didn't put a trademark symbol on it. So now anyone can use your likeness and your logo without having to pay the rights for I'm it. I'm like fascinated with the oh. idea of legality of mods now because they're so, I mean, they really have been, if you look at like Doom uh, as being a, a early example of how the developer strongly encouraged modding and it ended up yeah. really helping that game like it helped that game i remember that it helped the community yeah. and you see that a lot uh with video games and and even earlier i mentioned how bethesda sort of i mean they they don't optimize their games much but then the modding community comes along and optimizes the shit out of it and and all it does is it makes the game more valuable for the publisher because now right people looking to play know they have more options um and, and how they yeah. can play it yeah, I need to look into that because there are tons of games that allow mods. And I, I don't know. I mean, I but know a Nintendo... lot of the games I'm thinking of have <laughs> tools that they officially put out that people use. And somehow yes. I feel like if you're using that tool, you're not you're not forcing them to be... You, you can't take them to court to forfeit their IP, you know? Yeah. Like, and this software isn't official software. Nintendo needs to put out their official software and they won't because they no. don't support stuff like no. that. So uh, it's tricky. I need to look into it some more. I felt like I was coming at it from that copyright I, I think, tra I think, trademark Yeah, the, No one would argue that they're not within their rights to do it. Um, yeah. and, and if you look back, like Nintendo's kind of built different, right? <laughs> they've sort of, mm, they've sort of yeah. waited, waited, uh, you know, slowly into, into internet stuff. Um, and yeah. they generally are very more, you know, they're more protective of their IP. Um, they, uh, earlier, uh, if you look at early streaming, uh, a few years ago, they had, oh, they, they yeah. stopped, you know, they were copyright striking people. Uh, they, right. they, 
I think understood or began to understand how important these YouTube videos and these like creator videos end up being for marketing their products because it's yeah. free it's 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 free influencer marketing and and it's sure. really good for the industry and so eventually they they had like a partner program where they took half the half the profits and then just went away from that and now they just do what yeah. everyone else does and i it's insane it's free publication because it's free advertising yeah i i only go to twitch to watch a video game for a little bit and then i know if i want to play it and buy it myself they don't have to spend advertising dollars anymore if they don't want to. They could just rely on all these creators to do it for free for them. It's insane. It is. And, and that's how exactly they, how, yeah. if I'm looking for a new game and I want to see if if it's something I would like, I watch people play it. I'm not going to watch a yeah. commercial. I'm not going to read no. about it. I'm not going to look at developer interviews unless I want to anyway. Uh, I don't trust that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. A, a yeah. live reaction from, from, from an unbiased source. And so, like, part of the argument for allowing or even encouraging esports is that you're all of these, a lot of these Smash players in this case uh, are constantly just playing Nintendo games on their streams. They're they're constantly yeah. promoting Nintendo. Uh, the fact that Melee is a 19 year old game and it still gets tens of thousands of viewers for its tournaments is a thing that I would say they could embrace if they wanted to, or at least yeah. leave it alone. Um, but it, it struck people as, and it struck me as, as kind of careless, uh, especially in a pandemic, um, to, to just like put the kibosh on the tournament when there was so yeah. much looking forward to it. People love watching Melee, but it's one of those things like I, w I was listening today about how movie theaters are in trouble and that's mm -hmm. a tragedy for a lot of people. And I couldn't care less. Like, yeah. I don't like movie theaters uh, for the most right. part. And so to me, it's like, whatever. But it's a, but like, you know, it's a bad thing. So I, I was crushed when the, when the big house tournament got canceled for Melee because I like to watch Melee. Yeah. And it's a sport yeah. I follow. Me too. And, uh, yeah. and it got canceled. And it's like such a miracle that this one guy, uh, Fizzy, created Slippy. Um, and I, I feel like anyway we've 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 covered this enough, but uh, yeah, we did the whole discussion instead of teasing. We it. did. We talked mods. We talked. Uh, yeah. We talked uh, IP. It was good. It was productive. I would I would tell people if they were listening to this, being like, "What do we do? What do we do, guys?" Because um, that's how they are right now. Yeah. I would say keep on them. You know, like make Nintendo uh, at least respond to why they do it why they did what they did and also like there is a way around it well there's nintendo could if it is a legal thing nintendo can come up with something that the tournament has to agree to there's something else uh, and part of the discussion we don't have time to get into is nintendo's yeah. long history of trying to dampen uh smash bros esports in general i mean they, sure. they prefer to promote yeah. their newest game so you know like there was an Evo uh, six years ago, I think, uh, where like Melee had raised the Melee community had raised over a hundred thousand dollars for breast cancer research in order to get their game into the open slot at Evo. Wow! And then wow. Nintendo okay. issued a cease and desist and said, "Don't stream that." Wow. And that was a local that That's that crazy. was an unmodded uh, version of the game, but they said, "Don't yeah." They said, "Don't stream it." There are okay. other mods uh, with Melee like. 
there's a universal controller fix that that fi- fixes and it's the kind of thing that would get patched out in modern games yeah uh, but those games didn't get patches and and that's a mod that Nintendo has said that if you're doing that we're gonna you know not support your tournaments so it I I to me it just doesn't make mm. sense it's just sort of like no I, I wish that they didn't do that but they have reasons I don't know what they are but I assume they they have them I would like to know what they are. I would. To be fair, right. Yeah. Because I was fully supporting Nintendo until you just told me about the uh, breast cancer thing. And now... Well, they reversed it like that. I need to know some more. Yeah. So that created a big outcry. And that's probably why you saw so many Melee fans whining uh, this time, including myself. Sure. Because last time it worked and and they were able to get uh, Melee streamable at Evo again. Um, but in this case, because the mod is there and that was an unmodded situation, they were just like, that's our old game. We don't want people to look at, <laughs> which yeah. is it's okay. preposterous. Like that, that's, that's a silly uh, thing. But, uh, yeah. yeah, because of the mods this time, they, um, they stuck to their guns. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's turn it into cyberpunk. This is the last topic. I want to talk about some cyberpunk. You better put timestamps in there for forward people to who want to hear about cyberpunk. Sure, I'll do a timestamp. <laughs> Cyberpunk, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the thing that I was going to say last before we kind of put a, put a, you know, went silent on the topic was I think it's going to be a long RPG where it's a lot of role of playing course. and a little action, and, and that's what I'm looking for. I want that. I need that right now. That's, I've been looking for it. Um, I want a first person uh, set in that cyberpunk aesthetic. I've been wanting this. I've been dying for it. And now <laughs> this is the perfect time because I'm not going anywhere. Right. And I'm just in my game closet. It's a closet that I've turned into a game room. And um, I just want to play it in here. I'm in here. It's a void. I leave. I don't know what, who, where I am, right. who I'm around. Right. But I want cyberpunk. I want to live in cyberpunk, and this is the perfect room to do it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to creating a character. How big is your? Are you gonna play as a guy or a girl? Or, I haven't uh, I have, binary. I don't know. Non-binary. You can be. Yeah. You, there's there's gender fluidity in the choices. There's yeah. so many choices in in this game. Yeah. Uh, character creator. I don't know. Uh, I have I've avoided a lot of like I'll see I'll see a few seconds of a character creator shot, and I'll be like I don't need yeah. to look at that. I can look at it when I play it. So. Yeah. Um, like I've avoided, I watched some of the Night City Wires. Um, I've avoided most else. I don't think yeah. this is going to be I, like I'm not. The reason why my anticipation is high is not because I, I think it's going to be the best game ever. I think I probably have played games this year that are. I, I think you know Control is such a good game. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this yeah. is going to be as as good of an experience as that even. But I know that it's going to be uh, an RPG and it's made by CD Projekt Red. And it's open world, and uh, I love that stuff. I love walking around yeah. RPG towns. Um, yeah, Dragon Me Quest too. Eleven hit Game Pass, and I just booted it up so I could walk around some RPG pa- towns. You know, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm finally gonna finish that game because it's on on Game Pass. I, I like anyway. I don't want to talk about Dragon <laughs> Quest Eleven right now. I want to talk about Cyberpunk. I could have gone off on that for a little bit, but um, not not in a bad way, in a good way. Uh, I. The only thing I've seen was the stream that they did for the three different choices, like the three different routes that you could play. Yeah, I don't even know what those are. Um, I don't even know what they are. I don't know the names, but 
but I know which one I'm doing and I'm doing corporate because it seemed like the coolest and like potentially most evil path to choose. And I feel like it's going to be the most fun to do. I'm going to do all three, but the first one I'm going to do is corporate and I'm, I'm so excited. I also saw, I saw some like social media reaction about this game, like reportedly being very, very long and people sort of rolling their eyes and it's like, well then, don't play it. I mean, like I, you, there are a billion. What did you expect? Yeah, <laughs> there are so many good games. Link? There are so many good. I love a short game. I love uh, Downwell. You know, yeah. I can complete that pretty quick. Sure. Um, but you know, sometimes you want a nice, big, long experience. And I, I've played Skyrim. I don't know how many times, and uh, I've beaten yeah. it once. Because you just play it. I mean, that's the fun of it. You just get into that world and uh, poke around. Look, at, at this point, would you think a CD Projekt Red is going to be a short game? Like, you see CD Projekt Red, you're just going to... If you don't like long games, if that's your thing, you got to just not even comment on it. Just turn. Go to the next developer. So what are your... what? I don't understand. What are your Western... Because this is a Western RPG, technically. What are your yeah. what are your favorite Western RPGs that you're hoping to... Uh, Mass Effect. Rediscover. I, I, yes. Mass Effect is my favorite western rpg series i even liked playing the third game before i liked it before they updated the ending i liked it i was okay with it people hated it so much that they tweeted at them so many times that they changed the ending they added to the ending yeah um in an update like a free update and i didn't even play it i liked it i liked the original way anyway my favorite mass effect is the second one i love the first one because of the villain the second game is like, to me, the best game ever made. I, I'm excited about that kind of thing. And it's going to be longer than that. And I feel like all my choices are going to matter even more than they did in Mass Effect. But, you know, what I really want to see from it, and I haven't read anything like you or watched anything, in Mass Effect 2, by the end of the game, all your choices came together to make an ending that made sense and some characters lived some didn't maybe if you did the right choices all the characters lived but like everything mattered things that were happening in the cutscenes mattered the ending played into what your choices were and i want that not just to happen at the ending of cyberpunk i want it to happen throughout you know like i want a choice i made at the beginning to affect something that happens three quarters or a quarter of the way through, you know, not just the ending of the game. If that's what's even going to happen, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I'm hoping for lots of fun options for how to accomplish yeah. things and, and move throughout the story and any in right. combat and things like that. That's like, you know, interesting choices are part of what mm-hmm. make video games intriguing and fun. And uh, yeah. an RPG is well set up to, to give you lots of those um, and yeah. lots of those in dialogue. I really... Like Outer Worlds is in in some ways not a great game, but good. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, but but as far as like the dialogue writing, uh, it was such good quality. So I really like the yeah. dialogue writing of that game. I like the choices that you had in in dialogue and, and choices that you had in completing missions and how that impacted uh, how the story played out. But it feels like that was a more focused project than than this is. Right. Like this seems like a much uh, more deep and, and expansive project. So, um, and, and what I've heard is that a lot of 
new area that you move into ends up being buildings that you maybe have already walked past um, because okay. you end up getting into, you're in a city. It's a, it's a city environment rather than um, yeah. wilderness, which is where most RPGs take place. So, uh, One of my favorite experiences was Fallout 4 and, or no, Fallout 3. And um, I would have so many different experiences in that game because it was so open than my friend did. And we would come together at, uh, at lunchtime during, you know, we, we worked at the same place and we would talk about our character choices and the missions we went on and what happened with certain characters that I never met that he did and things that I did meet and he never did. And we would just talk about our experiences and our stories that we were having. Um, and we would just talk, you know, just, talk about that. I want to do that with this game with you and whoever else plays it. Um, right. You know, cause I'm going to make a different character than you are. And I want to know how that affects the world and what your experiences are. Yeah. I love storytelling and this game is just going to have a whole bunch of that. And I just want to know, you know, I want to know what you're going through and it, it'll be really fun to share those experiences. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so. definitely looking forward to that and we can, We'll we'll have a lot more to say about it when we've actually played it if yeah. we if we feel like um, putting the sticks down, which, you know, I, I will at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We'll definitely do an update. Like the next time we record, we'll do an update. Like, hey, how's your character going? What'd you choose? How'd you make them? How big's the doink? You I know, can't believe. Yeah, and you get to choose everything. And and it's what does this come out Thursday? I mean, we're talking about the tenth, right? So whatever day that is, I don't know what day Thursday. That is. Seventh is my wife's birthday. That's Monday. So <laughs> let's get eighth let's is get Tuesday. Ninth let's get that out of the way. Let's get it behind us. Okay. We Thank, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy it's first, you know? Sure. Yeah. I can focus on her <laughs> and then just be like, yeah, yeah. It's done. Right. Cyberpunk. We've celebrated yeah. you. It's my time now. <laughs> that's how you that's how you maintain a healthy relationship for all these years, is you sneer and snarl it's why the game got delayed i wrote them a really nice letter saying my (laughs) wife deserves a a good birthday you guys were doing this in november and she would be super mad if i didn't pay attention to her so please move it and they did i'm glad they did i'm glad they did that for you and you're playing on switch right (laughs) Uh, playing playing cyberpunk on switch Switch. (laughs) yeah that's I, right. By the way, on Switch. button theory, Switch Pro is going to be a streaming con- like they're gonna they're gonna like increase internet uh, speed and they're gonna make it a streaming console. What you think Switch is going to be a streaming console? Not only I think it'll it'll be everything. Switch Pro, whatever the Switch Pro is, is going to be better at streaming than the current Switch, and so like you're going to see more like Control was streaming on Twitch or Switch. Uh, you had oh, Resident I see Evil. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, not like someone's hosting a Smash tournament streaming. You, <laughs> right. You're talking about like playing a game like Stadia, but on Switch. Yes, because there there are a yeah, few yeah, of those gotcha. already. But yeah. you know, it's like mixed results on on performance. But I, I think that if they sure. prior if that's a priority, if those sold well and they see that as an avenue to say, okay, we don't have the most powerful console, but we'll provide a way to play new games yeah yeah i and 
if they make that part of the Nintendo, they have to make it part of the Nintendo online subscription because there's hardly anything there. They don't update it. All right, enough. I'm gonna People I'm gonna step upset. in as the producer. We've gone too long. We've we've talked about too many uh, different things. Okay. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll come. Cyberpunk. We'll reconvene uh, on the eve of the or on the on the other side of the cyberpunk. Yes. Let's. We'll we'll discuss. We're going to watch Nothing But Trouble and do the thing, right? And then we can discuss that and Game Awards and maybe how we created our character in Cyberpunk. And why not? Mandalorian. Oh, my God. Yeah, are you watching it? <laughs> yeah, I've seen four episodes. Very, very happy. Okay, yeah, you need to catch up. You need to catch okay, up. Okay, all it right. Is. You, need, you need to watch all of them tonight. I mean, there's a high likelihood that it was going to happen. Uh, it's really good show tonight. It's yeah. really good. It is really great. Yeah. I I love it. It's it's my favorite Star Wars, and I actually don't like much of the wars. <laughs> yeah, most of the movies aren't good. I, the old ones are good. I like I, those. And then this is good. I don't. I don't like. Well, it. I, I look okay, but <laughs> but this is good. This is. Uh, I, I'm glad it's. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad it's su- successful because I want to see more TV shows. Yeah. That follow this storytelling format rather than the my God. drag you along constant twists of modern TV drama. We don't like it. We don't like that. The most re- I'm, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Most recent episode is directed by Robert Rodriguez. I know. I heard that, and it's so good. And I was just watching. I, I was like, "What yeah. is that? Sasha Banks? Sasha Banks is in my is it my Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in there." Anyway, it's crazy. It got it got crazy, and it's getting crazier. And I'm in. This ends on a cliffhanger. You're gonna love it. Just watch it. And uh, you're right. We've talked. We, we're doing too many topics. <laughs> too many topics. We didn't even talk about doing a Mandalorian topic. Let's. Okay. I know it's anyway. just on my mind. Well, thank you, uh, Kyle. It's been great to talk about our favorite yeah. pastimes and with my favorite bud. Oh my God! We didn't even introduce ourselves at the top. Yeah, I'm Kyle. <laughs> That's Nick. <laughs> so there we go. That's a good way to end it. I think so. Let's do it different. We introduce ourselves at the We've end. We've broken all kinds of rules that that make people not want to listen. <laughs> introduce ourselves. End uh, introduce. That's awesome. Is that is that a thing? Yeah, I mean there's DJ Shadow had the record called Introducing and it was spelled that oh, way. So God, I thought I had a really good idea that Well, I mean it's cool to be it's it's cool to be in the same room as DJ Shad. I mean, he's a legend. He's a legend of hip hop. What about DJ Qualls? Uh, you know, he's different. He's a different. He's an actor. <laughs> okay. Well, he was a DJ, right? Or is that his name DJ? His name is DJ. Qu- he was a real DJ, right? Oh, I thought he was a DJ. I mean, I he really is. did think that he I'm is not. DJ. Okay. I don't know if he was. A, okay. I don't know if he's ever disc jockeyed, but he is DJ. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. We need to end it there before I start Wikipediaing DJ Qualls and peace be with you. Get into that. And may the force be with you. Sounds good.